Mir Shabbos Parshas Lech Lecha Lech Lecha Mir Eretz Lecha. The big challenge of Avraham Avinu, obviously, that okay, is Yitzchak. That's you know the ultimate challenge, the different ways of looking at the different challenges that Avraham Avinu went through. But Lech Lecha gets its own parsha. That's the name of the parsha. It's a big one. Drop everything. Drop your hometown, your neighbors, your families, your friends, everything you feel comfortable with. Go on a trip. I heard once that the reason why. why this was Dafka Avinu's test was because he was going to spend his life as a Machnas Arach. The Machnas Arach, you know, he had the tent with the four doors opening on either side. Everyone was welcome in his home and Hashem wanted him to feel what it's like to be a guest in someone else's home, to feel out of your comfort zone, for him to be able to appreciate what he was giving to his guests. Vitzler Petrickberg asked the question though. Lech gets all of this, the fanfare. It's a big challenge. Compared to or Kazdim though, Avram Avinu jumped into a fire. Or at least defied Avidizara until he was thrown into a fire. He went into a fire. He went into a fire for Hashem. Like like the ultimate Oh oh Kabbalah so Mahu Shalim Shmay Shalash and like no Shalachoni jumped into a fire just how does Lechlecha rank higher than Orkazdim? Vitzel Pettenberg explains like this. There are moments in everybody's life when they know the spotlight is on them. When they know that this is my chance, this is my turn, this is my moment to shine, this is where I'm being challenged, my whole life is leading up to this moment. Will I jump in the fire or not? And Abraham Vino passed that test. And that's a big deal. But you know what Hashem really appreciates? Even greater than those moments are the little things. Things that no one's gonna know about, but it's really hard for you to do. You could be waking up for shachris one day, be giving a smile to someone who you you know you don't feel so good about. Or you're just really not in the mood, but you get up and you do that chesed. Little things no one will ever know about it. That is the nisayan that ranks at the top of the charts. That in Hashem's book in the Torah gets its own parsha. And yeah, jumping into the fire, it's in the sun. Yeah. But that was the one in the spotlight. It's like, okay. The ones without the spotlight get the big marks. There was someone named Rabbi Stephen Amon, a Talmud in Israel. His wife's grandfather was buried in Staten Island. And uh, every year, whenever they, whenever they had the chance, it was before uh, Shavuos used to go visit by the yard site. They were driving to Brooklyn to visit their kids. He turns to his wife and said, maybe we could go stop by the Beis Chaim on the way. She said, it's a great idea. They show up at the cemetery and it's empty, so they drive right in and they, they pull their car up, right? Right the road, straight through next to the caber. And she gets out and they're davening, saying hi to their Zadie. While they were there davening, a hearse pulls up a few rows back and there's a Leviah. And they start the proceedings over there. In the meantime, they're davening by their Zaydi. And they hear someone calling to them from, from back there. So Ramon turns around and they said, you know, we're short a man for a minion. Can you come? And he said, yeah, sure. Turns out they weren't very religious. And he basically ran the show. He, he, he helped with the minion. And he said the Kaddish. And then they put the, 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 the body down into the grave and they started walking off. And he said, whoa, uh, yeah, 
you have to bury the mace. He's like, yeah, they'll come with a tractor later, don't worry about it. I said, what did it do? Didn't finish the kafura. They were ready in their cars and left. So Ramon said, okay, this is my mitzvah. He says, he remembers learning back in Ari Yisrael, the sugya of, of mace mitzvah. And he said, this is mamish, this is like, this is my chance. And he spent an hour shoveling. He went over to the guy who was running the basic forest over there and he said, you know, you have a shovel like a barrel. And for an hour, he just shoveled and shoveled and shoveled until the kavur was mamish finished. He took the little name stick that they have before they have Matseva and he put it in and he wrote down the name because he's just like this was weird and he went home and he told his wife what just happened and she's like yeah interesting okay there's Glumitzvahs and it's like I have to find out who this man was and he's calling this friend and that friend he's asking them group chats and he called up Rabbi Newberger from Mary Israel and he says like I just did this whole Kavura thingy do you know who this man is and he tells him the name and Rabbi Newberger kind of drops the phone he says, Stephen, do you know what just happened? He says, not at all. <laughs> What's going on? He said, that man that you buried, when you came to Neri Yisrael, you weren't able to cover tuition. Whatever, whatever your family situation was. And this man covered your entire tuition in Neri Yisrael. I never told you, it was none of your business. He didn't want anybody to know. 50, 60 years later, 40, 50 years later, you just buried your, you, your mace mitzvah. The final escorting into Alam was done by that little boy that he sponsored in yeshiva. Because of a sugya that he learned. Because of the money that he, that he sponsored to have this kid learning in yeshiva. It's the little quiet things. The Rabbanu Shalom has that all on file and it has it at the top of the file and big title font. Those are the really the things that matter. Right? The Rabbanu Shalom gives us the strength to do things like Shem Shemayim. To face up to those challenges even without the spotlight. Yeah, when the spotlight's there we should also we should also every moment every, every challenge that we have in our life is just a series of millions of choices when we all make the correct ones and Amen